Welcome to the No Fluff Small Business Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Sam DiNicola, owner of the digital marketing agency, Sam DiNicola Digital, and coach for entrepreneurs looking to start and grow their own small businesses. This podcast is for anyone who wants to market their business effectively without huge budgets, massive teams, or burnout and overwhelm. I'll be cutting through all of the noise to give you straightforward and actionable tips so you can apply my knowledge and expertise in your small business. I truly believe that anyone can start and grow a business. So if you're ready to set aside the excuses and the fear and to start making the moves you need to be able to successfully promote your small business, keep listening. All right, so let's today get started with I no fluff. I want to talk about content. If you are starting a business, you're getting ready to start a business, or if you've already started a business, you probably have already heard plenty of times that content is king. Content is going to be such an important part of your overall marketing strategy. And that can be really, really overwhelming for a lot of business owners, especially if you're a solopreneur, especially if you're trying to handle your marketing on your own and you don't feel really confident in how do I get a content marketing strategy together that is actually going to make a difference in my business. And with content marketing strategies, a lot of times people don't know where they should be putting their time and attention. And then they feel like they're putting too much time and attention towards it and not seeing results from that time and attention that they're spending on it. And this can be really, really frustrating. And this is why you see a lot of people being really inconsistent with their content, stopping and starting, posting a lot, and then ghosting for a while, and then restarting that cycle, right? This is super, super common. So you guys know that I am all about setting up a strategy for your business that is sustainable and realistic for you, right? That's the biggest thing because it doesn't really matter what strategy you're setting up. If it's not going to be sustainable for you, if you're not going to be able to execute on that strategy, that strategy is irrelevant. Who cares? You might as well not even have it, right? Because you're not going to be executing on it. So something that's going to be really, really important as we talk through content marketing today is think through what can I realistically do every day, every week, every month for my content marketing strategy, right? I just want you to run everything through that filter because that is going to be the most helpful and impactful thing that you can do when you're thinking about your content marketing strategy. So the two things that I really want to touch on, I guess three things, are using content pillars and themes for your content marketing strategy. That's point one. Point two is repurposing your content. And point three is going to be recycling your content, okay? And we're going to kind of do a really nice overview to get you started on this. And I talk about this way more in depth in my content to clients course, which you can find on my website. But essentially, our first stop is brand pillars and themes. So basically, your brand pillars are going to be those really important big ideas in your business that really matter to you, to the core of what you're selling, and to your clients, okay? And then your themes are going to be kind of subtopics within those pillars. So you can have three to five pillars, right? 
And within each pillar, you're going to have different themes. So for example, my pillars would be something like marketing, sales, systems and processes, right? Strategy, execution, okay? Or it might be, you know, you're, if you are a um, holistic, uh, you know, sustainable product-based company, right? Your pillars might be something like sustainability, um, but they might also be um, you're around packaging, right? Around usefulness, around ease of use. Those might be some of your pillars. And so you can kind of just think through this. There's no right pillars. There's no wrong pillars, but you want to outline pillars that are broad enough in topic that you're going to be able to come back to them and be discussing them in different ways time and time again. And they're really at the core of your business. So you don't want to choose something to be your pillar that's too specific, that yet yeah, that maybe should be a theme within a pillar. Okay. So that's the first thing. And then once you've identified those three to five pillars, think through those themes, more specific things. So if my pillar was systems and processes, a theme for me might be task management systems like ClickUp, right? And I talk about ClickUp and that's a theme of mine. Okay. So now once you have a couple of themes within each of your three to five brand pillars, you now have content topics, right? That you can start to design your content strategy around. And so what you want to do is, is you want to touch on one theme at a time and mix them up a little bit. So you wouldn't be talking about all three themes within your marketing pillar, all at once. Or if if one of my pillars was mindset, I wouldn't want to talk about all three themes that I have within my mindset pillar, all right, one right after the other, boom, boom, boom. You want enough variety there so that if a customer is getting to know you, they're coming into the fold, they might not be as interested in the mindset piece of it, but you know what? That systems and processes piece is really speaking to them, right? So I'm not talking about one, you know, area of these pillars too long. So I'm not having people drop off and I am kind of meeting people where they're at. Right. Another really quick content tip. Once you've established these brand pillars and themes, I want you to just really, when you're consuming content, be available for having ideas and brainstorming. How could I make a piece of content like that? And a lot of people want to make that wrong. You know, they don't want, oh, I, I, I don't want to copy them. I can't do that. I can't do that. But the reality is it's not very often that you are truly inventing something completely new, right? That's not happening all the time, right? We're all always learning new things, taking those things in, making them our own, and then, you know, bringing those into the fold, right? So when you're create when you're consuming content, really just be open to having ideas around, oh, I can make a piece of content about that. Oh, I can make a piece of content about that. Oh, somebody has a question about this. That would actually be a great piece of content there. And what I want you to do is just keep a running list of possible content topics because what you're going to be able to do is you're going to be able to slot those possible content topics into their theme, brand pillar and theme that they are associated with. And so when you sit down to create your content, ideally you're going to be sitting down and creating multiple pieces of content at once so that you can batch them together. Right. But when you're sitting down to do that, you're not like, Oh, 
okay, crap, what do I want to talk about? What, I don't know. I'm not, I just don't feel inspired to create content. I don't have any ideas. So if you're struggling to get ideas for your business, start to use this just running content ideas list because you can refer back to that when you're sitting down to create content and you're going to have all of these ideas available to you that are relevant to your brand pillars and themes. And you're going to be able to just utilize one of those and get moving. And so you're not going to waste time trying to trying to brainstorm in the moment. Okay. So that's just a little nice little tip for you there. So once you have your brand pillars and themes locked in, what I want you to focus on next is content repurposing. Talking about content repurposing, what we're really talking about is using one core piece of content and then repurposing that piece of content into other pieces of content for other the same platform or for other platforms, okay? And an example of that would be filming, doing an, an Instagram live, and recording that and splicing it out into multiple smaller pieces for IGTV, right? And it might be further splicing that out into shorter Instagram stories, right? That's an example of repurposing there. So you're now having, you know, that live, maybe that live gets split into three different IGTVs and then each of those IGTVs are getting split into, you know, a series of five to eight Instagram stories. So now you have way more pieces of content, but you've spent a lot less time actually creating that content and recording that content. And the reason that this is so great is creating content is not easy for everybody. And it takes a lot of time and energy for a lot of people, right? Even if you feel like you love creating content and you always feel really inspired by it, at a certain point, you're going to, I don't really feel like it today. You know, ugh, I don't want to do it. I got to do it, you know? So repurposing that content is basically just making that piece of content work harder for you. It's making it go further. And it's also going to allow you to get that piece of value, get that piece of education to users where they're at, right? Because we know, and I'm just going to continue using this Instagram example, some people scroll through their feed on Instagram, right? But some people rarely are scrolling through feeds and they're primarily watching Instagram stories, right? While some people are just watching reels, going through reels, one and one and run, you know what I mean? And looking through reels constantly. So while any one of those given people, those three different people, they're all using Instagram in a different way. They're consuming different pieces of Instagram, right? On any given day, but they're all your potential clients. And so now you're still able to reach them where they're spending their time, right? without having to create so much additional content. And this really gets to a piece of magic when you start to outsource because you can you can create that core piece of content and you can start to outsource having other people split that stuff up into those different pieces of content. It's still all your content. It's still all your words. 
but now you have 10 pieces of content from that one. You only spent time creating that one piece of content. And this is so, so impactful for business owners as they're growing, as they're scaling, they want to give more free, more education-based value so that they can really build that no like trust factor on, on, you know, Instagram, other social media channels, on their blog, what have you, right? But they have a limited amount of capacity. They can't just be creating content all day, every day, right? That's exhausting. And most of us don't have the time to do that. So this repurposing strategy is so, so effective and it's gonna help you to work a lot more efficiently. And I talk a lot more about the strategies around, okay, what core piece of content should I hit on here? Where should I start from? What different types of content can that be, you know, kind of turned into? What does that look like? How can I organize all of that content, all that good stuff in my content to clients course? So if you're interested in learning uh, more in depth about how to repurpose your content really effectively and efficiently, definitely check that out. It's on my website. Um, but this is just going to, it's just such a game changer. It saves so much time, but it, it enables you to really get yourself out there, get your brand out there and begin connecting with those potential customers and those ideal clients, right? You know, so now we're talking about recycling content with recycling content. It's similar to that repurposing of content. You're making it work harder for you. You're making the content you've created go further, right? And you're allowing yourself to not have to spend so much time creating content, but you're going to get more out of it, right? So if you've already set, when you've already set up your brand pillars and your brand themes, and you've kind of got a really solid strategy around how to repurpose that content from those couple of core pieces of content that you're creating, and whether you're doing that or your team member is doing that. Next, you're going to think about recycling that content. And this is where really tracking how and when and where you're posting things really comes in handy because, and I like to just use a spreadsheet for this where we kind of have, we said, okay, great. You know, we have our core piece of content. The core piece of content is the podcast. Okay. The podcast gets repurposed into other versions of content, right? So the podcast audio is getting transcribed into a blog post. I record a video while I'm recording the podcast so that that can be used on video platforms, all of that good stuff, right? So that's all, and it's all assigned to pillar and a theme, or it's what we call like a free floating value add post. Okay. And so we've said we want to be every week promoting the new podcast episode that's coming out. Okay, great. And then we're going to have two more um, posts that are going up each week that are more in depth about the topic that we're covering in the podcast. Okay. Then we're also going to have an additional value add that's not related to the podcast, you know, um, topic of that week at all. Okay. And then we are also going to have some sort of promo, you know, this is what we offer. This is who we help. This is how we help them. This is how you can work with us. We're going to have one to two of those per week, right? Because don't forget, you need to remind people how they can buy from you, right? If you're not doing that often enough, you're not bringing them to the next step after that education piece. And then, you know, we'll have 
one or maybe two kind of more brandy type posts or, you know, personal posts more about me, my life, you know, as the business owner, what have you. Okay. So we're super clear on that. We have a spreadsheet that we're tracking. Okay, great. So this we're talking, the podcast is talking about this, this week, this topic. So this right here, this podcast episode is all about content marketing strategy, right? So that's marketing that falls in my marketing pillar, right? And that, and within that pillar, I have that content marketing theme. Okay. And so we know that that's the pillar and the theme. And this podcast episode is happening this week. It's getting posted this week. So we know when it's being posted in that spreadsheet, right? So then And then all of our extra kind of one-off value ad posts we have in in a different tab on that spreadsheet. So we're able to just pull from those, right? And we note, okay, great, this post, it was posted this date. So we know when it's happening, right? Because what you're going to do is, is you're going to start to work through those pillars and those themes that we talked about, right? So if each theme represents, you know, you're talking about a single theme in any given week, and if you've had if you've set up five pillars for your business and there's three themes within each of those pillars, right? That's and your each theme represents one week worth of content. That's 15 weeks worth of content right there, right? So what you're gonna do is is you're going to really clearly and um um, really diligently organize all of that content. And you're going to note when it's going out in that spreadsheet, because what's going to happen is you're going to work through all of those themes. And then what are you going to do? You're going to go back to the beginning. And I know that this is like mind blowing for some people, but you should be recycling your content. A lot of times we get into the kind of this thought process of, well, I can't post that. I already posted that. Right. First of all, nobody's going to remember what you posted 15 weeks ago. You probably don't even remember, right? But also you have new audience members. You have new users who have discovered you since you've posted that, right? And if that's an edu- education value-based piece of content and they've never gotten it, you can almost think of it as it's my duty to reshare this because this is really great information and I want them to learn this information, right? And that's just a little bit of a mindset reframe that sometimes people need to make because what you're going to be able to do then is you now have 15 weeks worth of content, right? Because you have those 15 themes that roll up into those five pillars, okay? So now you're going to restart and you're going to reshare each week of those content. It doesn't have to be in the exact same order again, but something like that. And you know, okay, great. Yep. I haven't posted this for at least 13 weeks. So that's fine. You know, it's not too recent, right? You don't want to re- repost the same stuff like within a month of each other, right? People might remember that. But when we are learning things, oftentimes we have to hear them and see them and try and learn them multiple times before it actually clicks. So that's another reason why recycling content is not a bad thing because what probably happened is, is even if someone saw that post from you before, even if they consume that content and they remember that content, if they found it really valuable and educational and helpful, what they likely did was, Oh great. Yeah. I have to remember that. And then they promptly forget right? And then they see it again and they're like, oh, right. I saw that post from her about this and it was so helpful. Okay. Yes. I need to implement this. Right. And now they're going to go do it. So that's another reframe, another little bit of a mindset reframe around reusing and, and recycling your content, right? Because now you have 15 weeks worth of content. And what you can now do is 
add an additional week's worth of content once per month now you can do that. Okay. So you're, you've gotten through your initial 15 weeks worth of content. You start to recycle it. That's, uh, what is that? Almost four months worth of content, right? Ooh, bad mouth over here. Almost four months worth of content. So you have almost four months worth of content. And then if you just do one additional week of content per week or one additional week per month, now you have an additional month worth of content, right? So now you actually have 19 weeks worth of content or 20 weeks worth of content. So now we're at five months of content that you have here. And now you can restart again, recycle, start over again. And now this time, maybe you're only doing, you know, one or two weeks worth of content per quarter, right? What you're doing is you're building a content library. And so many people just create content, create content, create content, but they don't think about it as a content library and they are not fully leveraging that content, that amazing content that they spent so much time producing and creating and educating people around for no one to see it, right? If you're spending all of that time on that content, you want to make sure the most people possible are seeing it, right? And seeing that value and seeing that benefit and building that no like trust factor with you. So if you are not recycling your content, do it now. You just have to make sure that you're organizing it in a way that it's going to be easy for you to go back and see what you posted when. That's it. And you can start recycling content immediately. And guess what? This is another really great thing for those of you who are wanting to outsource at a certain point. You've already created all of this content. So now a VA can just go back in and pull it and repost it. And you're not doing it, but it's still your words. It's still your knowledge. It's still your expertise, right? So this is so, so impactful for your business. And it's something that a lot of people don't do, but it's going to save you so much time. And you're going to have, you're going to feel like, and your audience is going to feel like you are putting out such a wealth of content and knowledge and assistance and education, right? If you just start doing this, if you start fully leveraging your content marketing strategy, and this makes it a lot more realistic to actually continue to promote and build that no like trust factor without adding a bunch of time onto your plate. So, you know, we've talked about our brand pillars and our themes, and we've talked about, um, we've talked about repurposing that content and we've talked about recycling that content. And we've also talked about how, if, and when you're ready to outsource, how you might want to do that. Right. And I know for a lot of people, when you start to learn this, it's like, it can't possibly be that easy, right? Can't possibly be that easy, but it really is. If you are really intentional with your content in this way, it's going to make your content marketing strategy so much more effective, but it's also going to make it way easier for you to actually execute on it. And it's going to make it feel so much less heavy for you. And I think that a lot of us feel like it's been so hard up until now. I just don't have time to do content. I don't have time to do a content marketing strategy. I can't, I can't, I can't. But you really can just think about what's realistic. What can I realistically accomplish around these specific strategies, right? So you might say, okay, great. I have my pillars. I have my themes, And I'm going to repurpose my content, but I'm just not going to repurpose my content into as many different types or 
different pieces of content right now because I just don't have time and that's okay, right? But that consistency and that consistency in showing up is gonna make the biggest difference. And this is how for all of you who are like, well, I wanna get more clients. How are you gonna get more clients? Well, I'm just, you know, posting really great content on social media, right? If you're not purposeful around that, and you really want to get to a place where you have potential, your ideal potential clients reaching out to you and finding you on social media and wanting to work with you, this is how you do it by being really intentional around executing a content marketing strategy. So I hope this was really helpful for you. If you want to dive deeper into how I execute on all these things, definitely check out my content to clients course. It's on my website, samdinicoladigital.com. It is really, really helpful. And it's going to help you help you to figure out, okay, how do I organize all of this content? Um, you know, how can I repurpose it? What could I repurpose it into? You know, how can I do it myself right now? Okay. How would that look if I were to outsource it in the future? Um, so I think that would be really, really helpful for you. And I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I am super, super passionate about this topic. Um, so if you have any questions, definitely shoot me a DM on Instagram. I'm sam.dinicola on Instagram. That's S-A-M dot D-I-N-I-C-O-L-A on Instagram. And don't forget, if you've enjoyed this episode, please make sure you subscribe and leave a review. Every single month, I am choosing one reviewer to get a free coaching call for your business. This is the best and easiest way to get my eyes on your business. Um, so definitely make sure that you subscribe and leave a review. And I will see you next time on the No Fluff Small Business Simplified podcast.